Hey, you look really good today. Is that a new t-shirt? That's awesome. I'm recording this after the fact because we all got so excited when we recorded the first time that we didn't do a couple of things. Namely, introductions for everybody. <laughs> ben got to do his, but we all got a little bit too distracted to uh, focus on finishing the rest of them. So here's a quick little handy dandy guide so you know who's who. Ben's the oldest. I'm Evan, and I am the second oldest. Jake is the third oldest, and then we have Riley, the youngest brother. Here in our inaugural episode of Other Brothers, we're gonna be taking a crack at playing some dice-based tabletop RPG games. Specifically, Monster of the Week. The basic idea of the game is that the player characters need to solve a different mystery every week involving some sort of crazy supernatural monster, and the Dungeon Master, or the Keeper in this case, has to write the story and figure out the world. The rules to this game are a lot simpler than games like Dungeons and Dragons, which is great for us because we've never really done this before. And that's why we wanted to record it, because we wanted to show you guys. Uh, so, here you go! Have fun! Guys, are you ready to fucking run a game? I'm ready. I'm, I'm fucking ready. Maybe we should, maybe we should introduce ourselves and say one fun fact. Ben, how about you give us a fun fact? My name is Benjamin Pierce, and I like movies. Do we, do we want to describe what we're wearing? No. <laughs> we all designer. We. I just realized we can kind of tell them whatever we want by this point, right? Like they don't know what we actually look like. Like I'm sitting in a gold rocking chair, not real gold. Hold on. What? But if we just don't say anything about what we look like, then they'll just assume that we look like how we did when we were children. Let me get down the brass tacks. I'm excited to take you guys into this fucking universe I've been crafting for like three months after I started crafting another universe and fucked it up and had to start over from square one. But that's fine, right? Guys, we're going to be entering into a, a national fort. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Drinking a, a cold ale. We're gonna be hearing it for the whole recording, so we may as well get acquainted with the drink. Ginger. Yeah. Ginger. <laughs> Guys, we gotta talk about the characters we've created. A lot of what I've done is just create the base layout of this world, and a lot of what's going to be happening is you guys coming into it and trying to figure out puzzle pieces of what are scattered around, or maybe not. I don't know what's gonna happen after you guys get in there, but we're we're gonna come out better for it, I think. You wanna tell them what you told me what happens if we like accidentally die in the game or something? Oh man. I don't even wanna deal with death until we come to it, honestly. That's not even something that I'm prepared to do yet. We haven't even breathed life into these characters. I don't, even, I don't think any of us deal with that too well. Mm -mm. So it says here in the uh, the document that the first thing that I should introduce to you guys um, is the idea of team concepts, which is sort of like like why are they all together? Like what's their group called? Like are they an organization of monster hunters? Are they a fucking nonsense? But we already have a group concept because we're already going to be park rangers hired on for the summer. None of us have ever done this before. Oh yeah. This isn't I have no clue. This isn't something that any of us are very uh versed in prepared for, but we're going to figure we it out. We have no idea what we're getting ourselves into. Mm -mm. I'm going to be uh controlling, you know, the inhabitants of the national forest, but you guys are going to be the focus of the story. I'm creating a mystery and you guys have got to solve it. So I think, since we already know our concept, are we all ready to introduce ourselves? I have one quick question. What's up? So you're holding that map. Yeah. And I was wondering, is that something that only you're allowed to see? Yeah, this is mine. Okay. 
I'm not gonna let you fucking look at my map of the plot points. The entire game. Well, it's my plot that points, man. Was, that was just a map. This has everything on it. Only the captain. <laughs> if you keep using SpongeBob references throughout this, it'll be a lot easier to understand, I think. Ready? Everybody, if you could pull out your uh, character sheets. We're going to go through our characters. <laughs> first things first, we're going to describe the hunter's names. This is good podcasting. This is good podcasting. Put some music over it. <laughs> so who's going to go first? You can go by age. I think, Ben, I think you should go first. I think we should talk about him a little bit. Okay. My character's name is Douglas Meeks, and uh, he's a... He's a, you know, scrawny, but very tall. He's taller than me, maybe 6'5", lanky mm -hmm. dude. Um, and, you know, he's got, I'm going to say, the stoner character from Cabin in the Woods. is probably his closest appearance look. That's that's basically my character. And he, the way he acts is like more like how maybe the dude from Big Lebowski would probably <laughs> act. So he's going to be like, I'm just here. Because basically his uncle, what did we say, he bought the land as like a an investment opportunity. That's the reason I'm here, I'm doing my uncle a favor. I have a document here that I, we actually filled out together. Oh, you have that uh, document? Do you like, want to take a look? Yeah. Why didn't you tell me you had this here? Well, because oh, I forgot until this I very moment. I ale. The ginger. That's not what ails us right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I hated every second. <laughs> Oh, yeah, my uncle's name was Bruce DeMarco. Maybe he should be Frank D'Amico. Frank D'Amico! <laughs> <laughs> I was yelling at the like last week or whatever. It was before I went to go get Brittany and them. Mm -hmm. And I've been like yelling it out loud ever since <laughs> one of you guys just yelled it one day. You know who you can blame? You know who can blame for her not having a childhood? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Frank D'Amico! I think it was me that yelled it. Uh, no, I like Bruce DeMarco. It's close, so we can still say Bruce DeMarco! We'll find a way to work that into the oh, story. Oh, we have to get now. that in there. <laughs> but yeah, he owns the forest. Oh, he wanted, like, kind of the family. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm helping the environment. I own a f national forest, you know? <laughs> it was, like, for his image. I like, like that. When, uh, when Buck Strickland does the, the carbon offsets in King of the Hill. Fuck, it's exactly like when Buck Strickland does the carbon offsets in King of the Hill. Oh! No, apparently the reason, one of the main reasons I chose to do this was because I was offered a little bit more than everybody else because I'm the uncle. You get some special perks for being there. Yeah, like I get a free free meals and you know free a place to sleep. And no Wi-Fi probably. <laughs> we wrote a, uh, a synopsis for a script I would like to write about like a post-apocalyptic world, and it's called the year the internet shut down. Does it take place the after the um, Escape from LA? No, take place right after the world's end. Oh, That's nice. Say, it definitely has to be in that same universe. Everyone remembers where they were when the lights went out. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the yeah, opening Gary. monologue of this movie. Right. Wait, switch was. But yeah, if I also remember uh, properly about Bruce DeMarco, he does have sort of shady business on the side. He's a rich, old, white, Italian dude. White. Yeah, we said he was probably mafia, had some mafia involvement or some stuff. <laughs> A rich old white Italian yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. A rich old Italian sort of white, <laughs> like Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta's Italian. Is Ray Liotta Italian? Yeah, probably. Last name like Liotta. Liotta. But uh, now that we know that stuff, we can move on down to your uh, stats. Oh, my stats. Yeah. All right. Whenever you have to roll for something, everything is affected by these um, five characteristics: cool, charm, sharp. Tough and weird. Yeah, why don't we uh, go down the line from right. from charm to weird, and you can tell us all of your ratings. Okay. I have a plus one in charm. To manipulate someone, you're going to add a bonus to that. So you'll roll like your two d6s and get like a an eight, and then you and can I, add. So I'd have a nine. Mm -hmm, exactly. That's what's really fun Speaking about these. Speaking of cool, <gasps> I have a plus one in cool. That's pretty cool. So. I can plus one act under pressure. Like, let's say you're trying to, you know, shoot a gun while you're driving, like, at someone or at something. You'd have to roll to act under pressure. And if you fuck that up, that could mean a lot of bad things for you. Like that. Mm-hmm. I would actually suck at all that shit anyway because I have a negative one in tough. Yeah, you're gonna be pretty fucked up whenever it comes to kicking ass but and protecting I was people. I was thinking of my character whenever I, I chose this ratings... One, so I was like, yeah, he's not gonna be tough. 
tall and lanky. Oh yeah, what is your fucking archetype? Oh, I'm the flake. We should have we should have sat that slick. Damn. Let me I'll say that and then you can put this part of audio in yeah. the beginning. Okay, everybody me. shut up. Let him say it. I'm Douglas Meeks and I'm the flake. <laughs> I love that. So the time we've just been talking the whole time about how that zero and weird. Shit. Which means I can't use magic. We didn't talk about your sharp, did we? You didn't say what you have in sharp. I have a plus two in sharp. I'm good at investigating a mystery and reading a bad situation. Hell yeah. Remember we talked about my character was did go to college and like mm -hmm. he was just like kind of a he became a burnout. Yeah. I have a plus one in charm, a plus one in cool, a plus two in sharp, a negative one in tough, and a zero in weird. Cause you're not a weird guy, you're just a stoner burnout yeah. who works in a gas station. Yeah. That's what it says here. Oh, I work at a gas station. Yeah, you work at a gas station. I think Where's you live in an apartment station? close to the gas station. Good goo. Both my apartment was above the gas station. <gasps> That's also kind of sad. Yeah, I know. But, but I love it. it. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. So you got your guy lives in an apartment above a gas station. And he's like 25 or... Yeah. I'm like 28. Yeah, do you want him to be 28? We can change that right fucking now. Change he's 25 in here. Uh, so he's like a hardcore burnout. He's... Hitting his 30s, and he has, he's Jesse Eisenberg from 30 Minutes or Less. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. Still a Pizza Hut delivery guy. <laughs> Your character is incredible. I love him. It's in layers like an onion. The Luck Harmon Experience Meter. Anytime you make a bad roll, like let's say you fuck up and you roll like a two when you're trying to help somebody, um, you can use one luck to uh, change that roll automatically to a 12 and be successful. But, notice how the meter goes from okay to doomed, the more luck you use. Uh -oh. So you only have this much amount of luck you can use throughout the whole game on this character. What? So you need to choose- So every time I roll, I'll become more doomed. Like every time I roll to do one of these. Well, things. here's the thing. If, if we're doing anything, and at any point in time you can use your luck, that's the thing. You can do that, at, and even if it's just like, if you roll to fucking shake a vending machine and get a candy bar and you fuck up the roll, and you're like, I'm gonna use my luck. You just, I mean, that might <laughs> not be luck. the best use of luck because you're a little more doomed now. <laughs> you can also avoid all harm from an attack. Like, if you're fucked up and you're about to get fucking murdered by another, like, squid tentacle or some shit, you can use a luck point to be like, I'm out of here, and you'll be okay, like it'll miss you or something. But the more you do that, the less good you're gonna be in the end. And then, there's harm. Here's what I think is really cool about harm. We all have the same base amount of health throughout the entire game. Seven blocks of health. Some hits can do two damage. Rare hits can do three damage, and that's pretty brutal. Most hits will probably do like one damage each. After you mark off three, you have to mark the unstable box, because once you're on four harm, you're like, oof, this is this is not good for me. I don't I don't like I don't like this at all. Um, and then once you hit seven, you're dying, and you need, like, immediate medical attention, or you will die. You're bleeding out, essentially, by that point in time. The third thing under here is the experience box, which is, like, every time we roll and get a total of six or less, because that's, like, a failed roll, you get experience, so you get to mark off one box in the, ex in the experience section, but you also really mess up your roll, and, you know, you have to suffer the consequences of that. So it's cool because every time you really, really mess up, you know, you get an experience. You experience, and once you get um, five experience, you level up, and then you get to choose something from the leveling up system on the back of the page. I've never played Call of Duty, so I don't really know if that's how it goes, but... I played a little bit. I like Prestige once in uh, World War II. I don't really remember how it works. I didn't really understand it. I think you like. I remember the game wouldn't let me. Do you remember you that? Like, you it get just, to like, the max level me. and then you prestige and then you can unlock things that you couldn't unlock before you prestige and you go back to level one and you continue to level yourself. Kind of like any leveling system in anything ever. That's pretty great. I guess moving right along, um, we can talk about your specific character's moves. Um, we all get like basic moves like kick some ass. Uh, act under pressure, help out, investigate a mystery, read a bad situation, protect someone, manipulate someone, and use magic. Those are things that all of us can do. Like, we all have that ability. Oh. But there are certain moves that only specific um, archetypes. archetypes can get. 
So, and we all get like three of those super special moves, I believe. So, Ben, if you want to go down and read us what uh, Douglas's are. Douglas's special moves are connecting the dots. So at the beginning of each mystery, if I look for the wider patterns, that current event might be part of roll plus sharp on a 10 plus hold three and on a seven to nine, hold one. I can spend my hold during the mystery to ask the keeper any one of the following questions. Mm -hmm. Is this person connected to current events more than they are saying? Or I can ask them, uh, when and where will the next critical event occur? Or I can ask, what does the monster want from this person? Ooh. Or is it connected to the previous mysteries that we've investigated? Or how does this mystery connect to the bigger picture? Okay. Yeah, so those are like questions like so, if you get a really good roll, like if you roll within um, like a, a 12 to a 10 to 12, I think, or maybe it's a. How much can you say? Yeah, it's 12. Like a 10 to 12, you get three hold. And essentially, um, when it comes to certain things like that, you can you, you can spend those holds to ask me those, like any, like three of those questions. If you roll like an okay roll, you'll get two hold. And if you fuck up, you get no hold. Um, so you can use those holds, depending on, you know, what the move is, to do certain things. In that particular case, you can use those holds to ask some questions of me, and I have to answer them uh, truthfully. It's pretty dope. What else have you got? I have a seat. It all fits together. <laughs> that just means I can use sharp instead of charm when I manipulate someone. Which might help because if I'm remembering correctly, your sharp is yeah, my better. sharp is plus two. My charm's only plus one. And my third one is net friend, which means I know a lot of people on the internet. So when I connect, uh, when I contact a net friend to help me with the mystery, I roll plus charm. Mm -hmm. And on a plus a ten plus, they're available and helpful, and they can fix something, break a code, hack. Computer or get me some special information. But what happens if you fuck it up? If I get a 7 and 9, they're prepared to help, but it's either going to take some time or you're going to have to do part of it yourself. But what happens if you fuck it up? And on a miss, I burn some bridges. Yeah, so essentially, if you mess that roll up, you I lose, lose your friend. net friend and you hinder the party. If, if you do okay on your roll, you can like... They'll do it, but it's like, what is? what are you going to do for me? I scratch your back, you scratch mine. How do I have access to my net friends if we have no phones? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll build it into the I have one of those, like, world. 90s Power Rangers. <laughs> I guess uh, they would have internet screens. <laughs> Joe Anderson. Dragon Slayer 64298042. What about 6969? Hey, don't judge. It's my favorite sexual position. <laughs> God damn, what a good movie. This is the part of the recording where we stop the game and we recommend that everybody watch 30 minutes or less. Um, you can find it on DVD. You can probably find it on a streaming service somewhere. It's like an hour and 26 minutes. Yeah, it's, like it's probably like it's like not even a $10 anywhere. It's probably $5 anywhere, honestly. That movie didn't get a lot of buzz because they based it too closely on actual events in which a pizza bomber actually got blown up in Pennsylvania, but... Well, you can watch that on that. Yeah. Yeah. Two, three, what are you doing? 12. I'm adding Foley into the background to sort of, like, make it choppy and interesting, you know? Keep the audience on their toes. Yes. Then do the name. Oh, that's good. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Probably gonna cut all of that out. <laughs> is that the end of Ben's character? Is there still more? Um, no, we talked about Ben's moves. We're not on me yet, though. Yeah, we'll talk about you in a second. And my my uh, my weapons that I have, normal weapons. I have a hunting rifle, which is too harm far loud, and Oof. I have big knife, which is <laughs> one harm hand. The harm, uh, and then the, uh, like, the distance and the speed, sort of, that it shows. They're just different ways to classify the weapons so that we can understand how they work in the oh, world. Two harm, and then I can 
be it do it from afar, but it's a loud weapon. So yeah, so okay. it's like people will know exactly where it's coming from, Call or they'll, lots of things around will hear it and want to go to the noise I'm or try and away use from my it. knife as much as I can. But am I allowed to just like kill random campers in the forest like I do in GTA and shit like that? I mean, you could, <laughs> but I'll definitely be making you roll for those things, and you will you probably suffer consequences. consequences. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's like a it's like a world, you know. But it's got rules. We'll, we'll talk more about that later, I guess. Or just, you know, don't troll this campaign, bro. <laughs> I have a big knife. Yeah, I could <laughs> technically kill all of you in your sleep. Uh, just saying. Like <laughs> if I felt like it. We got your character out there. It only took us 45 minutes. Your turn, Jake. Uh, my character's name is Colm Katzman. God, I love that name. C-O-L-M-K-A-T-Z-M-A-N. He's the crooked, so he's kind of like the a bad guy, but not a bad guy. He's kind of had like a rugged past. So, um, should I give the story of... Yeah! Colm is someone who was kind of like the, the bad kid in high school. You know, they probably found him like smoking in the bathroom and stuff. He's been to juvie for, you know, small things that, that he did, like probably bullying here and there, but he's, he's sort, sort of like a, the grungy outcast kid. He went to juvie for bullying? That's pretty fucking intense if it was... <laughs> well, it might not have been bullying. Maybe he stole something from somebody in school and got caught. Did he graduated in like 2018. He went to juvie for bullying. Anyways, um... <laughs> he's like six foot tall. He has short, like scraggly blonde hair. Mm -hmm. uh, clean shaven. He's like 18 or 19 years old. I'm just gonna go with 19 years yeah, old. Yeah, that's what we actually have written down so we're golden. He's now. out of high school. You say he has blonde hair? Yeah. Like platinum blonde or like dirty blonde? Or probably like, like probably like a, maybe like a dirty blonde. Mm. Maybe kind of like, like Leon in Resident Evil. What's, what'd you say the style was? It's kind of like scraggly, like it's kind of like windswept. He'll like wear like a baseball cap because he knows his hair kind of looks like shit. But he's not really... He's not too keen on making himself look good though. Does he have any tattoos? Uh, he probably has like some stick and pokes on like his stick and pokes on like his upper arm and stuff. Stick and pokes from Juvie? Probably, yeah. Probably stick and pokes from Juvie. Um, um, he's like, yeah. This X means I dated someone's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> as for like the rest of his appearance, he sort of obviously they have like this uh, park ranger outfit, but mm -hmm. he, you know, he probably modifies his a little bit. He probably instead of wearing like the the boots that he's supposed to wear, he's wearing like his his high top Doc Martens. He's keep, he keeps his, his pants rolled up and, like, cuffed. He has a denim jacket that he wears that has patches on it. That's such a good idea. I hope that he can handle wearing a denim jacket in the middle of summer. But if it's, like, he, he'll roll it's the for sleeve. the look. He'll roll the sleeve. It's, if it's for the look, it's for the look, you know? He's probably got, like, a... Because he's, like, a grungy kid. And what what time period does this take place in? This is 2018. Okay, because he's kind of got the, the this look... This is 2018 in this. Oh, the look he kind of has is sort of like that, uh late 90s early 2000s grunge kind of thing oh god so he's got he probably got like stick and pokes uh from from juvie where he has like Jeez, a like a like a pentagram or something <gasps> probably got very badly done like uh like a 666 or something does he have like the little kid. calvin and Hobbes like pissing on something no. tattoo <laughs> no, no, like where no. it's, he's like pissing on like the 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 steelers logo he or something fuck <laughs> your stick family tattoo <laughs> got a skull and cross bone but like one of the one half of one of the bones doesn't really line up with the other half of its yeah, bone yeah. um as for his character <laughs> we, we talked about he's kind of like the grungy edgy kid he's there because uh he's he's actually here not probably not getting paid by uh mac demarco or whatever like he's here uh, on, he's here on community service uh bruce demarco is his name <laughs> and he's not the one who handles anything he just funds the park <laughs> okay well he's here on community service because he was like a bad kid he likes to steal things. What does he what happens? Lay it out, lay it on the line for us. Yeah, so he uh he tried to steal like a bunch of Xbox Ones from like a video game store. Not like the electronic section of like a Walmart because he knows that it would be stupid to steal from like a big super center. Sure. Um probably from like a like one of those weird, like locally run like video game shops. Probably called like Gamers Corner. People in like their fifties or sixties just trying to make a living. Like we like the young kids in the PS fours. <laughs> <laughs> he hates his hometown, I guess. But yeah, he's there. You know, 
they decided they weren't gonna throw him in prison for stealing like two thousand dollars worth of multiple Xbox Ones. He probably stole like five Jesus, of them. Two thousand? How much do Xbox Xbox Ones, ones buy like what three hundred dollars? Let's say that they were selling them for two fifty at this mom and pop game shop. That's what it was called. It was called <laughs> Mom Pop's Game Shop. <laughs> and he stole like ten Xbox Ones. Like, he had ten <laughs> Xbox Ones. At the details this of how it, how he was able to uh, sneak ten Xbox Ones out of a store is kind of it's kind of shady. We don't really know exactly what happened or how he did it. But he did get caught. He, he definitely was pretending to be like a, a janitor, and he put them in like a laundry cart. Even though, why does a mom and pop game shop need a laundry cart? And that's so that's that's how he got caught. The judge was very nice about it. Decided that since he knew he had a bad past, because he's done bad things in his hometown before. Um, the judge was gonna give him like a chance to redeem himself, so he sentenced him to his entire summer. Um, he was gonna he was gonna be forced to do community service by volunteering as a park ranger or whatever they are. Mm. Is it park ranger? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of, uh, like, a, sort of like a summer park ranger position. Yeah. Because that's what that's also what the uh, the ad was looking for in the paper. It was looking for um, park rangers for the summer. That's like strictly what this is a one off. Experience. Yeah, and they they were short one park ranger still, so he was kind of the last one mm -hmm. that was to take this position. If he screws this up, he's uh, should I just move on to the stats now? Cause yeah, I keep going, his character man. And stuff. He has a minus one in charm, which I didn't Probably. exactly want to give him, but I had to compromise it to give him some of the other skills. I wanted yeah, well, to it have. also kind of makes sense if he's like been to juvie and he has like all those weird stick and poke tattoos. Yeah, he's not very good at manipulating people. But he sort of makes up for it in his plus one tool. See how I transition that. So he's decent in acting under pressure and uh, and helping out. And he does have like that platinum blonde hair and that. Uh, Probably and got that. a pretty sharp. He's got like a, a sharp jawline. He's a he's a handsome young fellow. So he's got a plus one cool. He has a plus one sharp. So he's pretty decent at investigating mysteries and reading bad situations. So he if he's like surrounded by like monsters or by police he's fairly good at um escaping uh he, he has a plus two to his tough stat so he's the ass kicker so if there's somebody who has like a minus one in tough like mm -hmm. douglas he's like the kanji essentially of our crew he, he'll defend people even if he doesn't like that person you know he's a he's a bad kid and he does bad stuff and he's been to juvie but like you know he helps he helps people he doesn't know he loves his mom i love that about him he's a good bad he's a good bad guy yeah good bad he's good bad um and then he has zero weird because he doesn't need magic because he is the the ass kicker uh ben has left the room to go and take a smoke outside while we're doing this i think we should take this moment to dunk on him hey He's shit, back. shit, he's back. <laughs> hey, welcome back, buddy. Uh, anyway, we're gonna anyway, move on to his moves. Actually, we're not on the moves yet. We're on my background. So his background uh, as the crooked is that he is a burglar, which we already know from his past of, of stealing things. Mm -hmm. When you Dated break it. into a secure location, and that's in bold, when you break into a secure location, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, pick three. On a seven to nine, pick two. You get in undetected. You get out undetected. You don't leave a mess. You find what you were after. So whenever you break into a place like that, you can only if you do your best. You can only do three of those things. Yeah, and which and that sort of helps in his his plus one sharp probably. Oh, um, most definitely. If he breaks into something, uh, he can he can read that if it's a bad situation or investigate the area. And I guess now we're on to his moves. And I picked artifact, and it says you found in quotes a magical artifact with handy powers and kept it. And so the one that I've decided to pick out of the selection, it gave me. Um, was a skeleton key. It can open cool. any magically sealed lock. And I sort of figured Ooh. that like he also stole that from another local business. That like, makes sense. Like a strange and unusual sort of, uh, you know, animal skulls and crystals and Ouija boards and healing powders healing and wicked yeah. stuff. So Toil of the occult. Yeah, like uh, the occult store. Mom, that's um, a cult shop. And <laughs> everything's a mom and pop store. <laughs> Everything is owned by mom and pop. It's a mom and pop chain. <laughs> His other move is driver. He has plus one ongoing while driving, plus you can hotwire anything. I didn't know if there would any be 
chances of driving in this hmm. unless there was like a park ranger jeep I, or something. I like um, that a lot. I just really didn't like the other moves. So yeah, he has that so skeleton bad. key and he has plus one ongoing while driving, blah blah blah. And now we're on to his gear. It told me to pick three, but as someone who's been to Juvie, I don't think it makes sense for him to have a revolver, uh, yeah. a shotgun, a hunting rifle, a knife. So I sort of compromised, and one of the things that I decided to pick, with your permission of course, mm -hmm. um, a baseball bat, which I have transmogrified into a flashlight instead of a baseball bat. <laughs> so he uses it, to, he beats things with a flashlight, gives me one arm hand. I don't really know exactly what that means. Yeah, yet. that means it's a handheld weapon, so you have to get really close to use it, and every time you use it, if you get a successful hit, you're gonna do one Now, as I'm supposed to have two other gears, and I guess, I, before I picked any more of those, because I only realized like five minutes ago that I was supposed to pick three, so I figure maybe he has like a homemade slingshot or something that he a made homemade while you, slingshot? He made while bored <laughs> on the job or something. I guess it could be to fend off any problem, like, what's it, some rumble rousers. Rumble rousers. <laughs> you know, causing yeah, trouble. Yeah, it's always park. good to have, like, a, a nice baseball bat. So I guess he does also them. just have the baseball bat, which gives him one harm hand. Here's what I'm gonna, um, try to compromise with you, though. For the third gear, it's not something that would give him any sort of combat advantage. Alright, hit me. Um, but sort of more of a, like, a terrifying presence kind of thing. Okay, what Ooh. is... He keeps it tucked into his boot all the time, sort of. It's one of those switch blades that's actually a comb. You fucker, I love it! So, he, he <laughs> doesn't actually have a switch blade, but he, like, threatens people to pull it out of his boot. Yeah, yeah it's kind of. I think I have a minus one to charm, so it probably doesn't always work. Wait, what is your 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 pluses and minuses again? I have minus one charm, plus one cool, plus one sharp, plus two tough. Honestly, that'd be... You'd be, like, trying to intimidate someone with that, right? So that stick with my tough? I think that would I think probably that go would with also tough. be able to go with my cool because it's like an act out under pressure thing, like a oh shit, someone's yeah, no, that's me. We'll 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 figure that out I as it goes along. But I think tough or cool could make sense for either of those. And then there's this heat section underneath my gear, and I don't know if Ben read his. Ben's ben not everyone has. Yours is different because this is specific to your character. Oh, okay. So, uh, it's only to pick two of these, uh, you didn't get here without making enemies. Pick at least two of these and name the people involved. So essentially, uh, you get to create a couple of characters for your backstory. Yeah. And one of them is, uh, a police detective who I haven't named. Can you read what the, the thing says on the sheet and then tell us? Um, a police detective, blank, has made it a personal goal to put you away. So he didn't agree with the judge's decision to only put Colm on community service for the summer. He's like, do you this think he's probably doing... like dealt with him in the past a few times? Oh yeah, this is the him. guy that probably like the the dude that probably always arrests him. Maybe it's not a detective, but he's just like an officer who doesn't like him. Shit, Detective Alfonso Gutierrez. I'm not gonna write that because it's too long. But if you want to <laughs> type it, yeah, I'll type it out. Yeah, yeah it just goes by Al. Kind of like Alan Wake, how he's called Al, and this you're gonna see how it ties in. His last name is Nightingale, so his name is Alfonso Nightingale. I like that. And he uh, personally wants Colm Katzman put away because he never liked him. He hates that he steals from local businesses because his family probably also owns a local business. Dude, um, his family owns Mom Pops Game Shop. Oh no! Well, sense. probably the Mom Pops. Uh, Donut shop. <laughs> Blank is an old partner you betrayed in the middle of a job. Uh, rather than betrayed in the middle of a job, I figure maybe it was the other person who was helping him steal those Xboxes that also got screwed over. When he got arrested, instead of going to get his second chance in community service, he was actually given a short uh, jail sentence Ooh, or something. Maybe it was a plea deal. The judge was like, listen, I'll get you on community service, but you gotta tell us who the other guy was that worked with you. That's Colm. how Colm gave him up and got him put into jail. Or juvie or whatever. Yeah. So Colm ratted out his friend, Trevor. Give me a last name. Uh... <laughs> Roberts. Trevor Ramirez. Right, Craig like Ramirez. It. Craig, is there a Craig Ramirez here? Craig Ramirez. Uh, <laughs> Alright, I'll go with it. Um, Craig Ramirez is the partner. And I think he is very similar to Craig Ramirez from Jake and Josh, right? <laughs> yeah, lanky kid. 
<laughs> he was like the brains in the situation. Yeah, but I ratted him out anyway because I was getting myself out of the, shit. They all knew that there was no way you could have masterminded that stunt by yourself. It was oh, too yeah. clever. Yeah, but don't forget, yeah, I guess I, I'm, a, I'm plus one sharp, so I guess... Yeah, but I, Craig Ramirez is like plus three sharp, that's the thing. Oh yeah, Craig Ramirez is also a crooked, but he... That doesn't matter. He's an extra None of that. crooked. <laughs> so Craig Ramirez is put away because of you. And what's this say on there? Is an old partner you betrayed in the middle of a job. But it was sort of after the job that I betrayed him. Dude, do you think? Do you think? Is he mad at you? Yeah, and he's probably a couple of years older than Colm. He's probably like 21, 22. So he's a little bit more of a an adult character, whereas Colm is like still technically a teenager. So he got sent to real person jail. Yeah. And actually, you would have gotten sent to real person jail as well since you're 19. 19. Really? Well, all the juvie stuff that, that he went through was when he was still a minor, but... Right. He's yeah. a major now, so... He's a major. <laughs> so you got everything then? Yeah. Awesome! Alright, I am playing Henry Divine. He's the spell slinger. The moment I heard you say that, like, my heart stops. It's very fitting for who his character is. What's he look like? He's probably like... 5'8 guy, longer hair. Shoulder length or like? Shoulder length, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how does he wear it? Sometimes he has it like pulled back mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm, top knot. I like that. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, should I, should oh, I talk shoot. about his, uh... Oh, shoot. We wrote, we wrote down this. He's 22 years old. Oh, did we? Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Green eyes. That was something that we specified for some for reason. For some reason, I don't know. I think it's just, it was on the character sheet. Lanky build, <laughs> tall, but not the best posture. This, I think, may have been for your old character before. And oh, dang, you're right. Yeah, so I guess race all that. Henry Devine comes from a kind of a wealthy family. His parents, this summer, they were just like, you're 22, we're sick of you always being in the house. You're not getting a job or anything. We're gonna send you to do this park ranger stuff. We know the guy that owns the forest, so we could probably get you in easily. That's pretty cool, I love that. Wealthy family. Mm -hmm. I guess it makes sense that they would uh, know each other. That's I like that a lot. All in the same kind of area. So pretty much he's here because his parents are forcing him to get out for the summer because they're really annoyed by him <laughs> still being in the house. Do we know each other? I don't think I wrote any of that. Hmm. We'll figure that out once we get to the history section. Um, now I have minus one charm, plus one cool, plus one sharp, zero tough, and plus two weird, so that I can use the magic, because mm -hmm. I'm the spell slinger. You are also the mm -hmm. only character that has plus anything in their in, magic. In the weird. Should I should I talk about the uh, the combat magic? Uh, we should talk about it in a second. I think we should also talk about how the magic is going to be implemented into the story. Yeah. Because the way that... just, like, no way automatically, like... Yeah, my character's just a regular dude, and so is his, and you're, you're just some spellbinding warlock that's Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's the thing. He's the spellslinger on the course really, of this. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we, we decided, in a way, in an effort to uh, get it to sort of fit with the story more, we made it so he doesn't know that he has these powers. Oh. But he'll, he'll have them. He will have him soon. Like Harry Potter, like you notice, like you do Harry Potter shit sometimes, like, like he, <laughs> this what? fucking throw at the zoo and then he, it's boring, and then he falls <laughs> in because he let the glass go away. I don't remember any. Let's move on to the next part of your character sheet, though. <laughs> now that we've gone on the Harry Potter tangent. Okay, okay. So I should talk about the combat magic. You'll have a few attack spells you can use as weapons. When you use these spells, I have to do the kick some ass roll, which is a uh, plus weird instead of plus tough. I guess I use that instead. The power that I chose for Henry, he sort of has this this sort of force type of wind power. He can create walls out of like wind or force, and he can do this force missile type of thing. Mm -hmm. Almost like chronicle, like chronicle. Ooh, like when he goes Ooh. to punch the guy when he punches him when he's falling, yeah. and kind of does that thing. Yeah, it has that that reach, oh. and I feel like he'd sort of do like kind of like a wall type of. I feel like the the wall thing would be more like a maybe a, a shield like a sh like a sphere around himself or something mm -hmm. like avatar. Yeah, like the because it does say wind slash force. I think it like what it implies there is it's like w the wind can't be seen because real wind can't actually yeah, be yeah. seen like an avatar. I think that's probably why they say it's wind slash force because yeah, you force things around sense. with the wind. Oh, awesome! We can have some real awesome like chip munching audio on here. <laughs> That's gonna be really <laughs> exciting. ASMR. Nice, Ben, nice. Ah, full ASMR. I want you to take the first bite of that chip really close to the microphone. <clears throat> Alright, let's get this. Can you bass boost that? I'm gonna bass boost the fuck out of it. 
Here, everyone else, let's all grab a chip. Pulsate. That's kind of rude. Look at Ben's chip. Oh, Ben got two. Alright, everybody, let's come in close. Are you ready? One, two, three. Mm. That's gonna be really good. So, you use wind and force as your as your ability. Question for you about that. Yes. Do you think there are ever moments during his life where he potentially somehow tapped into the, like he felt like he did something? Like maybe um his dad didn't like do something that he wanted him to do or something. Yeah. And like he uh I don't know, had a little bit of a rage fit type of thing and accidentally like pushes like the mirror off of his dresser or something. Yeah. <laughs> but like things he could easily dismiss. Yeah, no, that is a bit much, isn't it? He could easily dismiss that as like the wind did it. Yeah. I, don't know. I didn't fucking He closed his door a little too hard and it was it knocked the mirror loose or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe he closes the door. Yeah, it slams way harder than he meant to, out of Spider-Man style or something. Or like in Spider-Man 3, mm. when, he's, when he's in the apartment, he's like, I'll pay my rent when you fix this damn door! This is good kid. Also, I am aware that we all actually do have chips now, but close mouth crunches only. I love your character so far. What's next? Let's see, should I even do the tools and techniques thing? He has some tools and some techniques. Ooh, he's talented. <laughs> so he has consumables. Just some snacks, some jerky, some trail mix and stuff. Construction but like, food. Yeah, construction food, but only like the the highest quality construction food. <laughs> the Jack Link's tender nugget bites. Mm, of course. To use his magic, he has to use gestures and stuff to make this sort of magic stuff work. So, like we were saying earlier with like the Chronicle thing. He has to move his body to make it work. He likes to move it. Yeah. Move it. I also have to have another technique on me. So, um, incantations, that's how you say that, yes. He speaks an arcane language. If you use combat magic without speaking, I act under pressure to avoid scrambling my thoughts. Okay, so if you mess that up, you could potentially do a lot of harm. Plus, pick three of these. And then it's a bunch of, uh, just things that I have, like enchanted clothing. Mm -hmm. Which three did you pick? I picked enchanted clothing, mm -hmm. not my fault, and shield spell. Um, enchanted clothing, I've an article of everyday clothing, and it's enchanted. I take minus one harm from any source that tries to get through that garment. Okay. So, like, big ol' knife come at me, my shirt's a little bit stronger than it was. Yeah. What do you think is the enchanted garment that he possesses? <laughs> I didn't think. Uh, Denim jacket. Like a bully style, like, what was it? Aquaberry sweater. Aquaberry sweater. What if you had one of those? I was gonna suggest a scarf, but I know it's like summer and it's hot. And what it's if he wears out. gloves? Because he's, uh, he's like, I don't like being out here in the dirt. <gasps> I'm not used to this. That's beautiful. What kind of gloves? Probably leather gloves, like, um, Bejo and in the raid. Okay, okay, I can get behind that. So that would be his enchanted clothing, so for blocking and stuff, maybe. Oh, cool, and he uses hand gestures to do his wind Ooh, stuff, yeah. so that's fucking cool. I love that. I also have Not My Fault, which is plus one to act under pressure when you are dealing with the consequences of your own spellcasting. So, like, if you screw something up, you can be like, uh, no I didn't, <laughs> and add plus one to your act under pressure roll when you do that. And I have Shield Spell. When you cast, uh, protect someone, Oh wait, no, just when you protect someone. Gain two armor against any harm that is transferred to you. Mm -hmm. uh, this this doesn't stack with your other armor, if any. So I guess the hands, mm -hmm. the, it wouldn't add to that. What else have you got on there? For the gear, big knife. Mm -hmm. Big pocket knife. Before coming out on this thing, you'd be like, I'm probably gonna get really bored, I should have like something cool to do, I'll carve into things. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring a knife. I'll go to the store real quick and get uh, a knife. So he got himself a, a big pocket knife. Yeah, he grabbed, he grabbed he the coolest, most expensive one. No, it's just kind of what I was thinking at the time, getting the, the big pocket knife. Big pocket A knife. big honkin' pocket knife. The one you would buy at, like, the fair, I'm guessing. Like, at the, the knife stands at the fair. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but, like, one of the like bigger ones. Unnecessarily big and fancy for a pocket knife. So that's everything there. Yeah, that's yeah. the last thing before uh, the background section. Yeah. Like the history section? Yeah, okay, so I, I think we already kind of covered that for how um, his, his parents kind of like know him a little bit or something. Yeah, the parents know Bruce DeMarco. Yeah, the parents know yeah, Mac yeah. DeMarco. 
Um, and that's how they get him the job, I believe, is what you guys talked about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that was what was the situation. Like, yeah. You got the job, your parents are rich, they probably go to those Bohemian Grove dance party things. <laughs> do weird shit. Oh, Crazy rich yeah, people. Yeah, like, uh, regular, normal rich people stuff. Mm -hmm. Well then, do you guys know each other? I'm not from the area. That's true. Uh, I'm like a city guy or something like that. I live poorly. But right, I do know Jake's character. But at least we talked about I I don't like personally know. Yeah, him. you know like I know of stuff the crime. That I'm, I'm like, hey, you're that kid that was in juvie for stealing like 20 Xboxes or something. No, I wasn't in juvie. He's not community service with the Xboxes. He had been in juvie <laughs> previously for other you know high school stupid crimes like. Oh my god! I was working at the the game center, and I got fired from that job because I was there that day because people thought I helped him out, but I was just working there that day. Oh man, Whoa. that's and really I was good. On my, I was on my lunch breaks, and some other guy took over. And then I, whenever I got back, I was just I just walked into it, and I got fired. And then I got the other job right down the street, and I got the apartment above the gas station where I work at. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Damn>. beautiful! <laughs> I feel like Henry is too, like, I'm high class to actually, like, know these two. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What if, like, the, what if, mm. like, between Colm and Henry, it's, like, the perfect strangers thing? Like, we, we don't, we have no idea who each other are. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of, like, the opposite a yeah. little. And it does, it does give me, like, these options of histories for the group. Mm -hmm. I think that yours... If you want to use ourselves it for reference, it. you can, but I think I did pretty good. I don't know how I would know. I might, yeah, probably know you. You might know his name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Divine family. I think my father knows them. Uncle. Isn't your uncle's dad like guy? an oil rig out in California or some shit? Yeah, what kind of rich are you guys? <laughs> Where does the money come from? Yeah. Eggs. <laughs> yes. It comes from eggs. Is it eggs? Or egg farming. No. Divine yes. oil. Boom. They're rich Bohemian Grove people. Fuck. <laughs> what? Bohemian Grove? That's I love Yeah, like, like the, the Rockefellers. Yeah. And the what if they do do some kind of like oil type thing, like uh, like how in a. I'm an oil. <laughs> I'm an oil man. I'm an oil man. <laughs> <laughs> like a Buck Strickland type of thing where they, they sell propane and propane accessories. I guess they don't. Do they get a lot of money from Strickland? Well, rich people often have many ventures, right? Like oil, eggs. And alligator farming. That's true. And All right. Divine propane. Divine propane. That's how I know you. And I think Colm's that's perfect. Like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> that's it. I don't really like you. You know, you're not my I style. think the thing about, the best thing about all three characters is that even though you two, like, took the job sort of willingly and, and Colm um, was forced into it, they all seem like they would hate this job. Like, yeah, they don't really seem like the best fit. I'm the only character with a gun, which I don't like that responsibility. I just realized I'm the only one with a gun. And now I have to worry about a criminal stealing a gun. Um, so you know how we said for my character, I have the flashlight and the baseball bat. I think we should just eradicate the baseball bat because the way I had picked the flashlight was that it took over the baseball bat slot with the same stats, so it's pointless for me to have one harm. You just have one of those big like security guard flashlights. Flashlights that are like this big. I was thinking it was like yeah. one of those, those old ones that's like shaped like this. It's got like that L shape and like. Oh, like my military. Yeah, like, like the one that James Sunderland wears in Silent Hill too. Yeah, military flashlight. I figure it's one of those because kind of like a heavy flashlight yeah. probably. Any hit sticks? The switchblade. Switch comb. Switch comb. And, and the flashlight. That's perfect. I think that's so good. And after I find out I'm working with you, I lock up the rifle until mm -hmm. I would need to go get it during a situation, which I'll just roll yeah. back. Yeah. You're not. Obviously, gonna be bringing it in with you. I like, thought I'd have it on my back. I'm walking yeah, out. nah, probably what not. Howdy, partner. It's a hunting rifle. Oh. <laughs> Anytime someone says hunting rifle, I just picture the hunting rifle from Fallout 3. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's sort of what I'm picturing in my head right now for well, you. I think that's just like, like what every hunting rifle looks like. Yeah, I was just thinking, that's like, uh, it comes at night rifle. Yeah, yeah. so the, the rifle from Fallout 3. Amy has a film class at night, tangent. And today, for their first day of class, they watched The Thing. That's a, that good, a uh, good class. I'm living vicariously through her. I always wanted to take a film class and never got a chance to in college. 
Fuck calculus. I never took it. I took um, algebra until I was like a senior. I think I think my college algebra class is called high school algebra. <laughs> <laughs> and you still probably messed up. I actually um, I failed the class whenever I was first going to school a couple years ago. When I first went to college, I failed the math class. I was actually doing really well in the class, um, so I like didn't go all the time because mm -hmm. I was doing really well. And then I ended up failing. I might have gotten a D, but I definitely did not do well in the class. No, I must have gotten an F because I'm taking it again. <laughs> do we all got our histories pretty fucking planned? Is yeah, that how? So, yeah, I don't know who's who, except I don't know you. Oh, that was awesome. So, I guess we'll be meeting each other at camp. Cool. Awesome. Well, guys, we made it through the first part. We made nice. the introduction. I was gonna do like a little sort of introduction into what the story would be, set up that scene that will be setting off everything for you guys. If you want, I can take you into my sort of a magosphere, and you'll get a history lesson tomorrow from one of the first characters you meet, but for now, I want you to just picture darkness. You know, crickets, some maybe like embers crackling in a fire close by, wind blowing through the trees, ambience. Everything is calm though. It's probably 12.30, 1 o'clock. It's, it's late, there's nothing moving. All of a sudden, the sound stops. And it's just darkness. And we hear the unzipping of a tent. And through the zipper, a beam of light flashes through. And for a moment it's blinding, but then, let's, like, the camera sort of focuses and we see this young, frightened-looking uh, teenager. He's in the middle of the forest camping by himself. He's always wanted to go camping. He doesn't have any friends that like camping. He doesn't have a lot of family members that like camping. So he took himself out into the Hanamura National Forest for a little camping trip. And now there's something out there, and he knows it. He hears something quietly approaching the camp. Crackling branches, maybe a, 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 an animal call here or there, but he doesn't know what it is. He knows the forest. He knows wildlife, but he doesn't know what this is. And he's looking around frantically. He has a big sort of flashlight, and he has a handheld camera in his other hand. And he's sweeping through the campsite. You can see, you can see his, his fire burned out, sending smoke into the air. A couple of embers are still lit. And... We can hear, all throughout the camp, branches breaking up. Something's circling him. He calls out, Who's there? Hello? I've got it! And before he can even finish that sentence, he's knocked down flat onto the ground of the forest. He tries to get out of scream, but a large, clawed, furry, sort of mangled hand of sorts, four fingers, bloody, grimy, wet, dripping, clasps over his face, sort of digging him into the dirt a little bit before dragging him away. There's no sound for a few seconds other than the breaking of branches as this creature goes away and a weak sort of groaning scream. There's silence again. And then the crickets come back. <laughs> the wind starts to blow again and everything goes back to normal. Welcome to the Hanamura National Forest where you're going to be working for the next three months, keeping the members of this community safe and out of harm's way. Good luck.